Here we are, the second installment of Cowboy and the Baldy podcast. <laughs> Such a popular podcast, we took off six months in between podcasts. <laughs> Cowboy Bob, how you been, buddy? You know what? I'm doing very well. Thank you. All right, so I wanted to get your opinion. There was a lot of news that came out last week about how Casey Musgraves is not included in the country category for the Grammys. Mm-hmm. My point of view is that if you're an artist and you identify yourself as country, my theory is come on into the party. Because I think some of the best joy of the country genre is when you kind of go off on the edges and maybe those individuals that kind of see country in their own perspective, they help kind of stretch the country format. You've obviously had more perspective on this than I have. I've Uh, watched it stretched over the years a bunch. Such as? John Denver. John Denver. Yeah. And how Uh, so? Well, uh, when he won the Entertainer of the Year, Charlie Rich uh, was the one that announced it and promptly pulled his lighter out and lit it in fire. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine how much that would react on social media if something like that happened today? Yeah. I don't like social media. Okay. okay yeah. All right. And I know that's what you're listening to me on. Okay. I assume that when you're out, like on your horses and your acreage, you're probably also checking in on like Instagram. Because I, I don't think that things get a chance to grow. Yeah. Like they did in the old days. Because did you hear, you know, and there'd be word of mouth kind of things and, and it would had time to ferment and that kind of stuff, you know, and now things are just dead or whatever in just minutes. So you've heard the music of Casey Musgraves, right? I have heard the music. Yes, I have. Would you consider in the country category, if you were a Grammy voter, would you include her in the mix? I would probably, and as I do with a lot of this stuff, I would listen to it and i go, eh, boy, you know, this is being stretched a little, little too far. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, if I look back at John Denver, like we were talking about, um, it wasn't that much of a stretch. You know, I think some of the things that they're doing now is a little stretchy for me. Ultimately, the people that listen to it are going to make the decision. Critics can say what they want, but if it sells, then they're going to be in. If it doesn't sell, they're not going to be in. That's a good point. Yeah. And that's all it's about. I mean, we don't make the rules and the artists don't make the rules. You know what the artists want to do? They want to make money. They want to make money. Cha-ching. And they don't care what they're saying. You know what? The Beatles had country music. Sally G went to 23 on the country charts back in the 70s. Well, Paul McCartney. Sure. You know, you know all, all kinds of good stuff. You know, so they're going to stretch the boundaries. They just want to do music. To me, the song Imagine has kind of a country feel to it. Very heavy lyrics. Yeah. And uh, if you go with like 80s hair rock, Every Rose Has a Thorn, I think, is a country song if it was released today. It just all depends on the way that it's put out. You can you can change something, its texture and that kind of stuff, you know. Um, you know, add a steel guitar, whatever, you know. Uh, Buck Owens stretched things. He put drums in front, you know, on the, in the Grand old Opera. If they're going to stretch, let them stretch. And if the people love it, then it's going to go. But critics, eh, you know, it's one of the, everybody's got one, you know. You know? So when it comes to newer artists, are there newer artists that have kind of burst onto the landscape over the last decade where you go, I kind of like their more traditional sound? Oh, yeah. There's there's a, a, a lot of them. For me, I think John Party would probably come to mind. Yeah, John Party. I think I really do. I, I really like some of his music. And and to me, it's it's 
as soon as you go, and I can remember when I first started in the business, we used to get 45s, mm-hmm. you know, and my music director and I would go in, and it was Ty Cooper, and we'd drop a needle on the record, and you go, dun, 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 and all of a sudden, and throw it in the can. <laughs> And and you would bank it right off of the sidewall into the can. And so that is what you've got. You got dun, 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 dun. And it's either making it or it ain't. Got a few seconds to make an impression. Yeah. And so, you know, and and so what's what's it sound like? Does it sound country or does it not? And, And then it just starts to, sometimes the lines are very thin. You know, for an industry that gives so little time, to artists that are trying to break through. It's pretty amazing. You've been on the air since like 1981, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's a long time. Yeah. That's why my hair is great. You see brown, <laughs> you know? You know, got the line, my hair's turning loose instead of just turning gray. <laughs> All right. So you got your start in 1981. If you were to project out with a bit of a fortune teller's heart, what do you think country music looks like 10 years from now? Uh, you know what? And I kind of have to stick with my listeners on this deal. Yeah. And, you know, let's don't be stupid here, naive here. You know, we both have things that we have to do, you know. Mm-hmm. My listeners are saying, hey, keep it country, you know. And that's what we do on my station, Y1013. We, uh, we, we make sure that we kind of sound country. We throw it up against the wall. If it sounds like it's got a country feel to it, texture of country, then, then we play it. And if it doesn't, you know what? We're kind of going to let that slide. That's my answer. <laughs> I think if you look out a decade from now, I still think the songs that are written well have lyrics that connect and make you feel some type of emotion will be the ones that kind of burst through. Oh, yeah. And personally, I think that in 10 years from now, I think there'll be more of a blurring of the format lines, if you will. You've already seen that with... You know, oh, sure. Uh, certain artists teaming up with uh, artists that are outside of the country landscape, mm-hmm. which I personally kind of like because it, it stretches that boundary once again and includes different people into the format. But that would probably go away from playing stuff that only sounds more country. And that is just it's just going to expand more because they're trying to make more money. And you sit there and, uh, OK, I'll quote uh, Paul McCartney. He said, there's only so many notes. Yeah, <laughs> there's only so many notes and there's only so many songs that you can write. There's only so many words, you know, and you can write about heartbreak so many times and th- this and that, you know, and somebody comes up with something revolutionary, you know, so it's going to expand out, you know, Um but I think, you know, something that really feels comfy, something that feels country, something that feels poppy, something that fit, sounds classic, whatever. Whatever you're into, you're going to hear a little bit of that and you're going to stick with it. Okay, we're going to try something here. How well do I know Cowboy Bob? I'm going to write down three artists. I'm writing down right now. Okay. Let's see. Yeah. Let's yeah. say it's Sunday afternoon and you're doing some paperwork. It's raining outside mm-hmm. yeah. and you have music on in the background. I'm going to give you only three artists you can listen to on a Sunday afternoon. Who are your three artists? I wrote down three guesses who I thought you would say, mm-hmm. but give them to me. Three artists, uh, irregardless of format. George Strait. George Strait. Sleep at the Wheel. Sleep at the Wheel. Dwight Yoakam. Oh, I failed. I put down George Strait. The Western Swing guy. Well, okay, Bob Wills. Bob Wills is who I was thinking of. Yeah, or Merle Haggard is a, is a form of, came from his music. And Asleep at the Wheel is basically keeping their music alive. 
And I put down the Beatles. Yeah, the Beatles would be okay. one of them, yeah. By the way, that's Sunday afternoon. As we all know, your Sunday mornings are occupied. Sunday mornings are really occupied with great classic country music, you know, like that, you know. And you can hear, uh, I have a, a song that I play uh, with uh, Buck Owens and uh, Ringo Starr. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh. I put the two songs together, you know, the original by Buck Owens and then the cover by the Beatles, Act Naturally. A mashup before Carrie Underwood and Ludacris got together. You oh, mashed yeah. up those yeah. two. Yeah, I was around before Carrie Underwood. <laughs> Sunday Morning Gold, how long have you been doing that show? Uh, it, I, here's how it went. I started Nashville Nuggets, the Golden Age of Country on KSU. Mm-hmm. And then I started Sunday evenings on KSU for two hours. Mm-hmm. And then we went with Sunday Morning Gold, I think, for three hours on Sunday mornings on KSU. Mm-hmm. And then we switched it to four hours. That was Super Sunday Gold. And then when we acquired Y1013, I moved it over there to Sunday Morning Gold. So it's been since, you know, early 90s, you know. And are you using this podcast to announce a six-hour Sunday Morning Gold? <laughs> Six to noon, what you do know, you say? You know what? Uh-huh. We Everybody said, you know, we need more, we need more, we need more. Yeah. So I... Um, took um, the classic cafe that we have on Y1013 and moved it to two hours instead of just one hour. So it's like Sundays every day. Yeah, yeah. half of Sundays every That's day. Good. Yeah, so, I like that. But so the long and short about it, um, and, and we had some other notes here, didn't we, that we were going to talk about? Yeah. Or did we, did we have we to stick with them. the notes? No, no, no. And maybe we're over time. A podcast. There's no overtime. <laughs> oh, is it? Oh, yeah, yeah. you mean we no, can just good. talk? Hey, absolutely. Yeah. Now, just... uh, next segment, we're going to talk about uh, Cowboy Bob's first love. Maybe a reconnection. We're not going to do that. Uh, okay. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I w- did want to bring up the music of John Randall because he's been doing some music with Miranda Lambert. Started with Emmy Lou Harris. Oh, Nash really? Ramblers. Yeah. Okay. So then got a Grammy for that. They, they had a live album down at um, the um, Grand Old Opry. And that they considered yeah. country? It was a live album. And okay. They, yeah. Emmylou Harris. My mom's a big fan of Emmylou Harris. Yeah. yeah. John Randall's kind of country. Okay. And a big song with Lori Morgan. Uh, have you heard any of the project with Miranda Lambert? No. It's no, more kind of acoustic leaning and kind of back to the roots, I think. But you know, I, I, I like Miranda Lambert. Oh, you do? Yeah. Went into the Cowgirl Hall of Fame here. She certainly did. Yeah. Have you been to the Cowboy Hall of Fame? I have, yes. Where's that at? Uh, Colorado Springs. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. And, of course, you got your start in radio because you did a, a rodeo show. I did, uh, yeah. I was working in a Westernware store. And Which Westernware store? Katie Westernware. Okay. Down the yards. It's closed now. And uh, I started doing um, rodeo review. And then it was the Midwest Rodeo Sports Review on KMNS. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And um, so then uh, one weekend, <clears throat> Charlie Stone come up and said, hey, cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> Did he sound like that? Yeah. Go yeah. get me some smokes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had to do that because he did ask me one time. Charlie Stone did. I can remember being a, and he had his head laid down on the counter. <laughs> and he goes, hey, can you go, go go down to John's Cafe and get me some cigarettes? <laughs> That's a true story. Charlie Stone. I think he did the same thing to Candace on, yeah. from time to time, too. Asked yeah. me if I wanted to uh, 
do some weekend work. And uh, so then I, uh, Chris Starr showed me how to do things. And she said, you need an air name? And I go, oh, okay. And uh, she goes, we'll call you Cowboy Bob. Oh, look at that. And that's where it came from. Yeah. You were this close to being Ranch Hand Rick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Cowboy Bob I was just going to go with Deadbeat from Moville. That's good, too. You know. Well, Bob, this is a fun podcast. And, and let's don't wait six months before no, we do another No, no, no. Uh, and uh, by the way, if you're listening to this podcast, you really want to sponsor the podcast and give us lots of money to do this. Yeah, we're because... just a phone call away. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you would not believe the producers it takes to produce the show. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I always talk about that in Sunday Morning Gold. I said the staff at Sunday That's Morning right. Gold <laughs> is working on this and working on that. You know, it's a village. It really yeah. is. And about the only other thing that's heard on Sunday Morning Gold is when a squirrel runs by the <laughs> the uh, living room window and my dog Harvey starts barking. You know, <laughs> Harvey, I'm on the air. We'll have to get Harvey involved in the next round of podcast. Well, Bob, congratulations on uh, 40 plus years in country music. There's probably not a whole lot of people in the Upper Midwest that can say that. How many? 42? Wow. Isn't it? Yeah, that's so. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Cowboy. Yeah.